Gary. And I'm Mel. And this is Ham Radio, a podcast about the show Hamptaro. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome back, uh, hamster fanatics and friends. All the ham heads out there. All the ham heads. We are back with our second episode after a uh, typical hiatus <laughs> as far as my <laughs> workflow goes with podcasting. Thank you once again for joining us uh, on our podcast where we talk about the hamster show. Our very, 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 very special guest for this episode is our pal Kara Goldstein from the band Small Data. Welcome, Kara. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You're welcome for us We're having We're excited you. to have you on. <laughs> I'm excited to be here on the Hamtaro podcast. <laughs> yes. Kara just put out an album called Inconvenience Store uh, like a month ago. I say just, yes. but it was like a month ago. Almost almost two months now. Yes. I am Kara's bass player for the band, uh, but Kara did pretty much all of the um, recording and writing pretty much all by herself. With, um, almost but not quite. We you got almost you but got not a, quite. Yeah, and almost <laughs> but not quite. No, yes, Chris yes. recorded all of the vocals, and then Billy Menino mixed it. Yes, um, I don't want to take credit for anything I didn't do. Right, but Cara did a lot of shit, and it's a super super good album. And I I'm did. not just saying that because I am the bass player. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it is an amazing album. If you guys, for whatever reason, have not seen it on any of our twitters what are you doing listening to this stop yeah it's true go buy the album listen to yeah. it and then you get the rights to come back <laughs> yeah also it's it's called inconvenience store and it's super super good anyway we're gonna talk about hamtaro now uh our first episode is episode three was it episode three it is episode three yep yeah um, which is titled Calling All Ham Hams. Um, but first, Kara, what is your um, personal history with Hamtaro as a series? Um, I watched a lot of Hamtaro when I was a kid. And on top of that, on top of watching it, I also had all three Hamtaro video games for my Game Boy. Hell yes. yeah. Yes. We are, we are enormous fans of those. <laughs> not to, not to be an annoying feminist like two minutes into the episode, but like the second one, Ham Ham Heartbreak, where like you're just trying to like get the hamsters laid the whole time. Like how screwed <laughs> up is it that that was someone was like, what? And someone was about the writers and be like, what kind of video game would girls like? And there was someone was like, oh, I know. We'll have them be a matchmaker. Like I'm eight. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's just like. Someone who just absolutely hates women made that video game. Like, not hates them, but just like has no. They were just like I don't know. <laughs> they hate women, but they love love. I know what the children want. They want the hamster dating sim. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like it was so weird. <laughs> Good ass game though. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was fun. I need to play. I need to play that more. Yeah, we got to go through that one now. Kara, out of the three, which which do you prefer out of the games? I'm drawing a blanket to what the first one was. I liked him in Heartbreak. It's only in retrospect that I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, and then the third one was like the Ham Ham Olympics. That one was kind of sick. That's yeah. more, you know, unisex. Um. <laughs> yeah, no one gets banned for smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What? 
Oh, I also, th- I think when I was like 16, I thought we should start calling 420 Hamtaro time. I thought that would be a funny thing to do. They do say kush kush. So. <laughs> that's that is true. I, have. I am. It, it will, 420 will now be, it is Hamtaro time for me. It's Hamtaro oh, time. It every <laughs> afternoon. That'd be a good code. You know, like, guys, it's Hamtaro time. Because <laughs> everyone knows what 420 means already. <laughs> Yeah, but only the cool the cool kids will know what Hamtaro time means, which is either Correct. time to partake in in the the good good or to watch Hamtaro with your friends or, or both or both or both. or both. It's it's uh good good ham ham or or both. Gotta... <laughs> good good and ham ham. Good good and ham ham, and then the middle of the Venn diagram. That's just a, that's just a pleasant afternoon. Oh yes. <laughs> um all right so with that being <laughs> said um this episode begins uh like many of the other hamtaro episodes we've seen thus far begin we wake up um at laura's house uh, her parents are having some small talk it's right before school and in this episode hamtaro's um you know speaking to us the audience and he's saying that he's very excited uh, to go to the clubhouse because now there's a lot more hamsters there than there were previously. So it's really just a recap of the uh, hamsters that we have met in the last episode. Yes. Clearly an extrovert. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Hamtaro is a huge extrovert. Um, Total extrovert. Ab- absolutely. We Since um, the last episode, um, I believe we've met... Uh, the newcomers are, who is it? It's Pashmina. We have Penelope. Pashmina, Penelope, yeah. Maxwell, Panda, and Sandy are those last ones that we meet. We've already met Dexter and Howdy. Yeah. We're well acquainted with them. And we kind of have seen Bijou. Right, right. So as Laura goes off to school, Hamtaro's like, all right. It's my time to get the heck out of here. So he breaks out of the cage, does his usual cute slide down the uh, storm drain or whatever, uh, lands on Brandy's head, and he's headed towards the clubhouse. And we first find uh, Boss and Oxnard, and <laughs> Hamtaro's like, good morning, and Oxnard's like, no, it's more like bad morning. Good morning, Hamtaro, or rather bad morning. <laughs> poor... Poor Oxford is just sobbing, like, it's a bad morning, and yeah. nothing good about this morning. Yeah. Uh, so Oxnard lost his um, most favorite sunflower seed, the the vicious cycle. I think that was very poor writing. The kid could find another sunflower seed that's just like, they just thought, they're like, he's upset. Like, what's the first thing, reason we could think of to make this hamster upset? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He lost the seed that he's holding. All right. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and I fe- it's, oh, sorry, Gary, go on. No, 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 go ahead, Mom. No, oh, I was going to say, it is rather funny to imagine, because he does say he, he trips over a very large or a big blade of grass. <laughs> yes, and he does just, trip over just, a blade of grass. It's just very funny to imagine him just running and just that one blade of grass that wasn't cut by a lawnmower is just what yeah. got him. Oh, it just really, yeah. really did him in. It, it jumped out at him. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a lawnmower that got it that would have been much worse but oh, it was just geez, a grass. well i'm just saying you said that just now and i just thought i'm like that morning could have been so much worse like he could have gotten seriously hurt or killed but he's yeah. so ungrateful that he's just like whining about the sunflower seed even though there's a million of them 
Yeah, he could have been warped into happy tree friends. It could have taken a total. <laughs> oh my god, time. I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, the Oxnard Ugh. has lost his big seed subplot is something that is reused very, very often. Um, but this conundrum is solved very quickly where Ham- when Hamtaro is basically like, have you checked under your butt? And they <laughs> check under his butt and there's the sunflower seed. So that uh, that little um, side plot, uh, you know, the day is saved thanks to Hamtaro's infinite wisdom. It's always where you least expect it and it's yeah. always underneath you. Mm-hmm. Poor Oxnard. He, yeah. He just gets so wrapped up, he doesn't even realize. It's true. Yeah, so um, so like Mal was saying before, uh, the new friends that we have met uh, are Maxwell, who is the like bookworm hamster, Panda, who's the uh, the, the um, carpenter <laughs> hamster, um, who likes building stuff, and then there's Sandy, who's just like sort of like the sporty kind of... I don't know. Her thing is that she says like a lot. Yes, that is. She's that like is her like thing. hi, like what's up, man. She's like totally cool. <laughs> yeah, she's like totally cool and totally rad. Yeah, she gave me like sh- she's like truly just one of the guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the vibe I got from her. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah, total total tomboy, Sandy. Yeah, but like um. act, but like wants to be validated you know what i mean maybe Mm. i'm just talking about myself at this point (laughs) continue uh the other hamster that we get to meet is cappy who um (laughs) who uh we don't realize that he's another hamster right away because a um little pot uh pot from like a kitchen set starts uh walking over to the hamsters and they're like yo what the fuck and then yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> which is like it's like a playset pot i guess i'm going to pause you right there i yeah. saw i saw the pot and i was like this is another weed reference this show is about <laughs> weed <laughs> that is the subplot of him it's all it's all a bad trip yeah that an adult laura is on oh my god that makes that makes a lot of sense or the best trip ever or that's that's fair it's it is yeah. the the one kind of trip I would want to be stuck in is one where hamsters are always around me and they yeah. can talk to me, kind of. Yes, but um, <laughs> just before Boss uh, bodies Cappy, Hamtaro's <laughs> like, wait, hold up. I smell a hamster. My nose never lies. I smell a hamster. Um, so yeah, there's Hold cap- up, this thing smells. This thing smells like a hamster. We can't just whack it with your shovel. No, exactly. Um, which he was, Boss was not going to hesitate. No, no, it was on site. Boss yeah. saw the pot moving, said it's alive, and then readied his, readied his shovel. Just wanted to whack the hell out of it. Yeah, but he did. I feel like you know that boss boss watches like hella Fox News. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no. that's the vibe that boss gave me. No, no. I refuse like, no. to believe that. Not our good italian american boss hamster maybe he's just like the ron swanson of this show like that's the vibe he gives me like i'd say i'd say that's a lot more accurate okay yeah he just wants to be left alone and like i mean he still loves people but you know he's you know definitely a small government hamster yes (laughs) i'd say i say that's probably accurate that's a that's pretty good yeah uh so we meet cappy uh his whole thing is that he likes to put stuff on his head once again, I feel like they could have done better with this writing. They're like, I just feel like they kind of just went with the first things that came to their head sometimes, but continue. 
I mean, you do have to remember that this is a baby show for baby children. I don't know. I was like nine watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 27 watching it now. So okay, you've made that's... your point. Um, okay. So at this point, um, Howdy sings a really nice um, new hamster song. Oh my God. Yes. Did any of you write it down? Yeah, I did. I did. No. I did. Okay. He's okay. It's, it's got like this weird... This is because he sings a couple songs. Is this the one that has the weird, like, somber harmonica under it or something? It's the one where he says underpants. Yes, yes. But it goes like, we're the new ham hams. Here's the rub. Gotta beat howdy if you want to join the club. I'm a new ham ham. Watch me dance. You can all see my underpants. Here's your new ham ham song. We're new ham hams. Here's the rub. Gotta beat if you want to join the club I'm a new ham ham watch me dance you can all see my underpants <laughs> that's actually really funny because howdy is not wearing any uh clothing except for an apron he's just got his little apron and he's holding his abacus and that's all he's got <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that the abacus was like such a big part of howdy's uh you know whole whole deal he's always got an abacus this, uh, as we've reported previously on other episodes, the, a big portion <laughs> of the show, um, sort of, it sort of jumps between the Hamtaro plot and the, uh, Laura plot, which, um, if you're right. not familiar, uh, Laura is Hamtaro's owner. Um, but, um, Laura, um, the big plot of this episode is that she follows the advice of the ending theme song of the show, and she got a hundred on her test. Get a hundred on your test! Um, which I was, um, since I've always found that line to be very funny, I appreciated the fact that it was worked into the plot of the show. (laughs) Um, Yes. When I saw that, um, when I was watching this episode again, I was like, Gary's gonna appreciate this scene, at least (laughs) for the test score. (laughs) Yes, you know me so well. Um, Get a hundred on your test. Get a hundred on your test. So good. (laughs) Yep. Which, she starts off, like, she gets her test scores, and she's like, what? I got a 10%? And the teacher's yeah. like, no, Laura, move your thumb. You got 100. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was very sweet, but then it completely gets derailed when Travis, the soccer the soccer boy dreamboat, uh, is just like, it was open book, idiot. It was an open book exam, remember? Half the class got an A. You weren't the only one. I wasn't. <laughs> we all got he good was. grades. He's so rude about it. He was like, very no, rude. I think she needed to be put in her place. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. Her reign of terror is over. I felt so bad because they, they all laughed at her. Hold on. Even if she was the only one in the class that got the hundred, like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Even if it even if it was special, it's like I don't know. That's my that's how I feel about it. And then she has she says the worst line I've ever heard is my parents should get one of those smart kid bumper stickers. Yo, fuck those bumper stickers. <laughs> Me and my mom took one, and it was uh, my child is a West Babylon uh, middle school honor student, and we covered honor student and wrote screw up. But I still don't think that's as funny as my honor student got your child. No, my child got your honor student pregnant, which I think is like my favorite bumper sticker. Holy shit. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? That's like that. You Those exist. Like, that's not yes, like rare I've to see that. one of those. God, that's insane. That's like, I really, that's what her parents should get. 
<laughs> you do like, know she's, she's like a- in the first grade, like third grade she's, or some she's shit, in like right? Fourth grade or fifth grade, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, she also shouldn't be getting that bumper sticker because the parents at the end are rudely shocked that she got the hundred. So clearly, <laughs> she's not that bright. I brought home hundreds all the time when I was eight years old, and you know. If she's not doing, like, you know, like, two plus two, like, correctly yet, like, that was shocking that she actually did well on her test, like, you are not entitled to that bumper sticker. Though, in my opinion, no one should be using them, because they're annoying. Yeah, Yeah, they, her parents were a bit rude, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. The parents were Um, rude, but, you know, that's... Her dad is a, her her dad is a robot, so he's still learning. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll get into that in a a little bit. Um, I have something to say about that. Um, the first thing, coming back from the Laura segment... Um, going back to the ham ham segment, um, we are at the clubhouse and everybody's partying up, but, um, Oxnard and Howdy are fighting over a toy truck and they break it. And that is just the beginning of the chaos that ensues. Oh, Um, yeah. They also, what? Oh, wait, I was just gonna say, can we go back just like a couple things just to the smart kid thing? Because Laura and Kana are talking as they're on their way to Laura's mom's house or no, house work to yeah. to show off this hundred that she got from her open book test and laura's like oh wow i could be like a scientist and Connor's like yeah. yeah or like a hamster care expert like, she does say <laughs> that yeah wildly different aspirations both totally cool if you yeah. want to be a scientist or a hamster care expert but i don't think you need to have like a hundred on every exam to be the latter or the former. You don't need a 4.0 to get into the hamster industry. And then, like, she goes, walks into the florist shop, and her mom calls her Hamtaro and says, Sorry, I'm so busy. Can you just go home, Hamtaro? Effectively. Look, Mom! Mrs. Haruna. They're coming! Hamtaro, I'm sorry, but I just don't have time to chat right now. Tell me when I get home, dear. I'm Laura, Mom! I'm- nice seeing you again, Kana. <laughs> That's definitely something to talk about. Like, yeah, that's ro- see, that is robot behavior. That's not the first time this has happened. We have an ongoing theory that Laura's parents are robots. Interesting. Yeah, and stuff like this? It goes all the way to the top. Yes. That is weird. Like, I understand, like, my dad has called me by, like, my mom's name, but no one has ever called me by my hamster's name, which was probably also Hamtaro. It's very true. Do we know uh, what kind of test it was? Was it a math test? I Did any of you see? I no, cannot believe how not... deep you guys are looking into this. I'm, I'm oh, just yeah. impressed. Well, because I, I'm just because maybe if it was if it was a math test or something like yeah, maybe I could be a scientist. But what if it was like a spelling test? An open book spelling test. Why did I oh. not have any of those? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you've made your point. That is true. I don't think many <laughs> of those exist. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know about open book math tests either. I think I did open book math tests. Shit, what kind of test was this? Uh, apparently it wasn't that big of a deal because everyone passed, so... That's true. <laughs> anyway, we're really belaboring the point. Um... <laughs> this is now the entire point of the episode is yeah. The- Back, back to the hamsters uh yeah they're the uh lack of respect that oxnard and howdy <laughs> are showing as guests in boss's clubhouse spreads to the other hamsters because then they break panda's table that he just created and that makes panda mad they end up fucking up pashmina's scarf she's very upset 
Which, if Dexter and Howdy care so much about Pashmina, how could they bonk her on the head like that and fuck up her scarf? Yeah, I mean, you're Jesus. so right. They don't care about her. Um, they don't. Yeah. They, they don't. No. Uh, but at this point, Boss says, you're treating my clubhouse like shit. I'm kicking you out. <laughs> uh, That's a direct line from the show. Yeah. But um, before then, there's a jarring transition to a sort of poetry reading by Boss. Oh my god. Um, which I will now perform. Um, he says, A flower so soft and lovely I have never seen, secretly plucked from Bijou's garden so green, and smelling as sweet as Bijou herself. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, freaking so, me out now that you say it. What? What is he what is he implying there? Oh, I don't know. He just has a big crush on Bijou. It's not that deep. But they <laughs> but they they destroy his flower, and that's Plucked what sets him off. from Bijou's garden? I don't know. That sounds suggestive to me. Oh, God. We don't need to talk about Bijou's garden. Um, um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I definitely have, like, a feminine wash that would call that a garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Boss says, stop the madness, and kicks them all out for their stop lack of the respect. Madness. He's... Yeah. He's so just great. Yeah, I <laughs> love episode, Boss. He's so intense, like weirdly intense throughout the entirety of it. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yes. Um, <laughs> Boss is by himself and he says, who needs friends? And then starts crying and says, oh, I do. <laughs> we've, we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> yes. Um, Every single one of us. He was very relatable in that moment. Yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> we get some uh, good snoozer wisdom. Gosh, yes, we do. Yeah, he says. Speaking of speaking of weed, why do we think he's so tired all the time? Kara, please. <laughs> Those hamsters are stoned as fuck. <laughs> that, that's all. Go on. He's, he he is as Hamtaro says the, the silent philosophical type. Yes, he. Yeah, stoner. <laughs> that's what that means. Oh, Jesus Christ! We all have a friend that we would say, "Oh, they're the silent philosopher type." We know what that means. You know what you know what that means. <laughs> Who do you think the the stoner hamster is, Gary? Oh, I was gonna say if there's any hamster that um, gets high off his own supply, it's um, uh, Jingle. Are you say Jingle. <laughs> yeah, Jingle. The wandering musician. The Bob Dylan type. <laughs> He's the one. Right. But uh, true. anyway, Snoozer says, can't buy me love. Everybody needs somebody. <laughs> um, he's very cute. <laughs> the hamsters um, elsewhere, meanwhile, are planning to uh, do a grand apology towards Boss because they were like, man, we really like fucked up his clubhouse, huh? <laughs> Self-awareness is always good. Like, they're not like, he's an asshole. Like, we did nothing wrong. Like, most people. Oh, yeah, no. They were just like, hey, that wasn't cool. Um, so, at this point, um, Boss is on a tree branch. Okay, what the hell was up with that? I was like, is this like the episode of The Office where, like, Michael Scott, like, tries to pretend to kill himself to teach <laughs> the rest of the people no! in The Office no! a lesson? No. Not at all! No. He was just going to a... a a quiet place to reflect on his woes. Well, he had, like, each, like, the ham-hams that aren't boss, they all had, like, 
their realization like oh man we totally donked up we totally messed up the clubhouse <laughs> yeah we upset boss and boss meanwhile was like man i really need my friends back what am i doing out here in the world alone so he climbs yeah. up the tree to call for them and then he slips oh, <laughs> oh, okay. right right and he slips and it okay. looks like he's falling hamsters aren't particularly loud they don't that have like true. super sonar hearing oh but boss is but boss is just up there shouting as yeah. though they're going to hear him from all the way across town. Yeah, but they do. And they do. This is true. Yeah, kind of. they see him <laughs> about to fall. Um, and they're like, oh, God, we got to help him. So the hamsters work together to uh, save boss. Yes. I yes. I don't I do not recall exactly what they do. Do you remember what oh, their method well, is? Um, Hamtaro runs up the tree trying to effectively like. Simba Mufasa save him from the branch <laughs> slipping down the branch. Yes. The branch right. then snaps off with both of them tumbling to the ground. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Dexter's like, "Oh, I have an excellent idea." And they all make a like a trampoline out of leaves and grass, like they that they fall down to. It's just science. It that's science. Just that science, is science, baby. That's science. We all know that leaves are very plush. And if you put enough of them together, they will make you bounce. Mm-hmm. Science. Yeah. It's I mean, also, a, a hamster has to be, like, as light as can be. Like, <laughs> I don't think it would take much more than a leaf to carry a hamster. It is true. I think it checks That's out. True. Totally. Totally. This myth has been um, deemed plausible or whatever. The, he, was a, he was a little larger than all of them. Mm-hmm. We, we could, um, you know, I'm sure there's a way that we could determine um, just by analyzing some footage uh, just how much Boss does weigh. If there's a hamster <gasps> that weighs a lot, it's Oxnard because he formed a sinkhole in the ground in a previous episode. This is true. He wow. did find the tunnel <laughs> to the clubhouse. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, don't even get me started on fat phobia in cartoons. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, atrocious. Like, that's a... That's a Vice article or something. I'm not even going to get started on that here. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I was a fat kid, and cartoons told me that not only am I stupid, but I'm selfish, too. So <laughs> that was... I don't even, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> thankfully, Boss is saved. They apologize to Boss and say, we're sorry for, like, treating your place like crap. And Boss is like, ah, it's okay. Thanks for apologizing. I really missed you guys. And this is where... Um, we find ourselves back at Laura's house at night where she's doing her journal time. But uh, before then, this is when she tells her parents, hey, I got a 100. And um, her dad, who in this episode we learn his first name is Forrest. Yeah. What is up with that? Yeah. Um, it's when a name. He hears that, it's a name. Yeah. When, when he hears that Laura got a 100 on her test, uh, he leaps back from his chair <laughs> in shock at this news. That was so rude. You are not fostering good self-esteem in your child by doing that. Yeah. It was a big shock to him that his child succeeded in school. Yeah, he gave a gasp that made it sound (laughs) like he was just told that he has won a million dollars. Which reminds me, didn't you have some good news you wanted to tell me, Laura? Uh That's right, you seemed really excited. Something happened at school? Oh, it's no big deal, really. It's just that I happened to get a perfect mark on a test at school. Right, and hamsters come from Mars. (laughs) Ah, You're cracking me up, Laura. (laughs) Ta-da! Yes? Yes. Yeah. Um, But apart from that, Laura doesn't get much 
praise or, you know, they're oh, they're kind of just like, oh, wow, shit, really? All right, nice job. You, that's about you it. did that? Wow. Yeah. And she's very she's very humble about it after spending mm-hmm. this whole episode trying to get her parents um attention and praise for her yeah. hundred. Um and she just goes, you know, all I want now, because I did so good on this test, is to stay up an extra half hour. Mm-hmm. Which nothing says I'm a successful student, like starting bad sleeping habits. <laughs> yes. And starting them young. <laughs> yeah. Good for Laura. Good for her. I yeah. hope she watched yes. a lot of TV. She I hope so too. It. Yeah, a lot of Toonami. <laughs> the meta of her watching <laughs> her own show. Right, right. Probably some <laughs> One Piece. Probably some. Absolutely uh, the four Evangelion. kids One Piece. Yes, um, yes, for sure. Zatch Bell. Mm. All of it. Inuyasha. Oh, for sure. Definitely, for sure. definitely. Were you uh were you a Toonami kid, Kara? Not really. I was really just a Nickelodeon kid. I didn't I'm not smart enough for anime. Like once we <laughs> once we passed like Hamtaro and Sailor Moon and my friends tried to get me into like Inuyasha, I was like, I don't get it. And then I just watched Fairly Odd Parents. Hell yeah, brother. I was not smart I was not smart enough for anime and I'm still not. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not quite I there can't yet do either. It. It's way too confusing for me that it's not fun anymore. Like, I just want to watch Spongebob. It's what Himtaro's for. Oh, and Spongebob. Yeah, Spongebob's a pretty good anime. Anyway, um... It's one yes. of my top fives. What do we think about this episode? Were we a fan? Were we not a fan? What are we thinking? It's Himtaro. That is true. I don't know how to... I don't know how to answer that question. That right there is the highest praise. Anything... Anime is scaled from a 1 to 10, and then anything higher than 10 is, it's Hamtaro. So that's, that's true. Yes. That's yeah. above yeah. and beyond. Yeah, it is a joy to watch. It's super fun. Uh, everybody's very cute. And it teaches yes. a good lesson. Respect your friends. Don't trash your friend's place. Yeah. 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 Don't trash your friend's place. Don't make your friends feel put down when they finally did really good on a test. Yeah, Travis. Um, Fucking Travis. Asshole. You kind of jerk. I can't believe Laura has a crush on you. You don't yeah, deserve pretty... her. Yeah. He's not a, he's he's not the best. But it was realistic. That's how boys acted <laughs> when we were. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, true to life, I suppose. It's how girls acted. Mhm. You know, it's that's how kids act. And you know, they should because everyone <laughs> did get 100 on that test. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Why does that make it any lesser? You know what I mean? It's like, why do you need to feel like you're doing better than other people? Like, why can't you just be like, oh, I did a good job just like everybody else? Like, why does that have to be like a put down? We have all succeeded at a thing. Good for us. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Whether it be math, science, hamster care 101. Hamster care 101. Yeah. Very important elementary school courses. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... That is our first episode, and now we're going to take a look at a second episode right after this. Hello, everyone. My name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of The Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Psh. Or Axel Foley, yes. <laughs> and we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip-roaring good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. Every record live on twitch.tv slash thebestpalcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. We're back now. 
Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to our second episode. This episode is called Come Out Bijou. Uh, we are a little late on the coming out episode. Um, Pride just passed. Uh, I guess <laughs> Correct. Forget, we were a little late on this one, so please forgive us. But it is always it is always Pride Month, regardless of your gender orientation or sexual identity and such. Um, yeah, or That's if you're true. French. As Bijou or if you're French, episode. it's totally yeah. okay to be French. It's okay if you're round. If you want, if you're if you're French, you shouldn't be af- afraid to tell people. You know, uh, be France as is French France. As you can. Yeah. France is France. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I had I have a couple things to say. Right off the bat, with, I I forgot about French people until last night because I'm <laughs> getting into perfumes, and I was like, I know that perfumes are. Like France is kind of known for that stuff. I mean, everyone everywhere makes them. But I was just like, shit, what are French people up to? Like, I forgot about French people. You never see like French pride. You know what I mean? Like, you'll see like Italian pride all the time. I'm Irish. St. Patty's Day. Like, when do you ever see French people talking about being French? Not to the often. point that I forgot that they were even a thing. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad this beautiful show and these beautiful perfumes that you were perusing uh, brought the memories back. I can't afford any of this shit, but it's nice to look sometimes. Like one day. Oh yeah. Window shopping is a as a valued French tradition. Mm. What I do is I find nice stuff and then I go and I look up dupe of that thing and get the cheap knockoff version. Very smart. Very smart. Another excellent thing. Sometimes smart. Sometimes it's not the same. This whole episode, if you think about it, is sort of like window shopping for friends. <laughs> because <laughs> they do... Um, this episode is all about um, Bijou uh, getting recruited to join the clubhouse. Bijou, if for those um, unfamiliar, is one of the... I would say one of the main hamsters um, that you're going to want to know. Bijou, if you couldn't figure it out by now, is French. She's a hamster that came from France. Her owner is French. They just moved to Japan from France. (laughs) But this episode uh, starts with Laura taking a sad bite of toast. It is the saddest expression I have ever seen a child animated with in a happy show. Yeah, Laura looks... Distraught. Like, she's just... Despondent. Probably because her parents don't, like, give her any credit for anything. <laughs> Probably. That's what kind of kid you're going to make. Who knows where she's going to go in life. Oh, no, my mic fell. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. It's a uh, summer vacation for Laura, and she has to leave the house with Kana and go feed the class fish? Yeah, which her mom, when she leaves the house for work, goes, like, okay, good morning. Go, don't remember, don't forget, you have to go feed the fish. And it's like, well, first of all, it's unclear that they're not just Laura's fish, but they're the school's yeah, fish. You don't right, get that right, right. until like five minutes in and you're like, where yeah. the hell are these fish? Yeah. <laughs> she went to school. Does she have pet fish? Where are these fish? Yeah. Instructions unclear. Was not very clear. No. <laughs> so, of course, Hamtaro leaves the house and he runs into Oxnard in a tunnel. And he explains, like, oh, yeah, Laura's on summer vacation. And Oxnard's like, oh, yeah, Kana's on summer vacation, too. I don't really know what it's all about. And Hamtaro's like, <gasps> you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what summer vacation is? <laughs> it's very unlike Hamtaro. Poor Oxnard's like, I know it has something to do with fish. 
He's very yeah. sweet. <laughs> so Hamtaro says to Oxnard, oh, it's summer vacation's all about doing these really important things like hanging out with friends, uh, going to feed the fish at school, and watching movies. It's very, very important work, which, you know, it's very cute. Extremely important. Yes. Laura has to stay up late, and she has yep. to wake up late. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Same. Yeah, it's adorable. It is adorable. It's what I want. It's what every kid mm. wants. It is very adorable. When we get to the clubhouse, uh, we see Boss once again kicking the hamsters out. <laughs> um, because he's cleaning- Noticing a track record. Yeah. He's, uh, he's cleaning like a madman. Because Bijou is coming over, or he's hoping that Bijou will come over. What I really liked about this part was um, Boss says, I've got to have it perfect. And Hamtaro says, what for? And Howdy says in the funniest Southern voice, <laughs> he says, for bringing someone over. Perfect for what? For bringing someone over. <laughs> oh, my God. Which absolutely killed me. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. And then, and then part, I think it's Sandy asks, what about the rest of us? Yeah. And Boss was like, oh yeah, you guys can play in the corner or whatever, I don't care. I'm just, the bigger space needs to be comfy and cozy for Bijou. Yeah, he's got dude brain right now where he's just like, yeah. I gotta make my clubhouse cool and clean for this girl who, uh, <laughs> like, I don't even know if she likes me. She barely yes. knows who I am. He's in full, like, mom cleaning the house because we're gonna have guests in a week and a half mode. Like, totally, yeah. <laughs> none of you can, like even think about existing in this space right now it has to stay right. clean and perfect he wants to put the cushions on the table to make mm. a round sofa <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's ridiculous <He's> panicking <laughs> mm-hmm. it is it is ridiculous yes yeah the hamsters are basically like what if she doesn't like us bro <laughs> like what if she doesn't like you what if she doesn't even show up <laughs> And what if she does? You know, like, why does it have to be so negative? Maybe she will like him. It's true. But Boss is like, huh, never thought about that. (laughs) Good point. And then we jump to um, Laura and Kana, who are feeding the fish at school. And we see that um, Travis the Meathead is playing soccer, even on vacation. Soccer players never stop. Yeah, they just just don't stop. They just don't stop. So Laura's going to get some more water for the fish at the... Uh, water fountain i guess and i think she almost trips and falls yeah the bucket is very heavy and she Mm -hmm. like stumbles backwards and travis comes up and just shoves her and goes i'm so sorry i shoved you like yeah (laughs) he he give he does the little like whoa are you okay type thing (laughs) you all right travis and laura's all flustered she gets all flustered because she's also dressed up a little bit because she knows she was going to see him today and it's a day off. It's just very special. And he mm. gives her his towel and is like, here, you're wet. Like, have my towel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry it's sweaty, but here's my towel. You should dry yeah. off. <laughs> did you did you two pick up on um the really good line that Laura gives after that? I'm not sure. Which... Um, well, um, he's like, here, you can you can use my towel. And she says, date. I mean, great. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which is so good. You're all wet. Date. I mean, sure thing. Great. <laughs> no problem. And she has another Fringe. one of those, um, another one of those moments later on in the episode, too, where she says the wrong word. It's very, it is very cute, but Travis yeah, is, is kind cute. of a little punk. Yeah, he is a bit of a soccer playing jock punk. 
I think you guys are being awfully hard on Travis. <laughs> Travis apologist. In the- he's tra- yes. He's, I mean, I just, I'm I just think no one's perfect, you know? He's that is true. Not, typical, not, not even Travis Soccer. Travis Soccer, full name. <laughs> uh, so, uh, after this point, uh, we flash back to the hamsters. And all the hamsters are like, all right, why don't we go to Bijou's window and try and convince her to come out and hang out with us? Which you should never, um, you know, egg somebody on to come out. They need to come out when they're good and ready. Yeah, I thought about that a little. They're being a little coercive. Yeah, um, but this is when we get Bijou's voice, the reveal of Bijou's voice. And she's, as you could expect, very French. She's quite incredibly French. Yeah. Painfully French, and it is so fucking cute. She's French. Yeah. She's French, yeah. She's it's she has, really cute. <laughs> and she's like, like, up until that point, it's been a lot of, like, wistful French sighing, is how I would yeah. describe Bijou's. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. I wish I was French. Oh. So she sees them and she goes, oh, is this singing hamsters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's a great so impression. Is someone in that tree? Oh, it's you again. Is he singing hamsters? Yeah. Is this singing hamsters? <laughs> yeah, so they invite her, but she's like, I've never gone out alone before. She's like, I, we just moved here from France. And, um. Okay, did you write down Boss's line? Like, yes! <laughs> So funny. Please do it in the voice. (laughs) He's like, France, where is that? Next town over? (laughs) And then Hamtaro, the (laughs) small-brained little cutie patootie, says, I think it's where French fries come from. (laughs) Uh, Just, you know, teeny tiny brain, huge heart. We love him. Pure of heart, dumb of ass. I love Hamtaro. Yeah. Um, she, so, but she doesn't come with them. She's like, no, I'm too French. Uh, I can't get my fur dirty. <laughs> I'm um, far too French to go out of a window. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they go back to the clubhouse to learn a bit more about France. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. And Maxwell is just reading them like an encyclopedia entry on France. <laughs> yeah. A hamster encyclopedia entry, because it's a very small book. It is a very small book, but it has so much knowledge. It has bangers like, France has green fields and great cheese. Yeah. What I think is great, I have something to say. Um, What I think is really great about that is that most men just talk about themselves, and I think it's really sweet that he's like, I'm going to take, you know, this opportunity to, like, get to know, like, her thing, and, like, I'm going to, you know, make her happy, and, like, you know... You know it's just because he's trying to get access to that, like, magic garden or whatever that we were talking about earlier. But, like, I still think it's really sweet. <laughs> it is sweet. I think it's cute that they're all like, huh, let's learn about France. It is cute. They're very thoughtful in that regard, learning about yes. Bijou's home country of Yeah. France. Um, the book also says that the French are very nice to their hamsters, which is a fact that I, um, a human, a human person, did not even know up until this point. Oh, you you ha- you didn't know that they say bonjour, my friend, to their hamsters. <laughs> well, that I knew. Uh, I just did not know that they are very nice to their hamsters, uh, in particular. You like they're known for treating their hamsters well. 
I want to know which country is at the bottom of that list. If France is at the top of, like, how countries treat their hamsters, like, who's last? It's Um, probably us. I'm going to throw out a a radish reference and say it's whatever Redditors Sean was talking about when I was answering Hamtaro questions and hamster questions um, Mm, a few weeks uh back. Because those people were talking about, like, sneezing and their hamsters just fucking dying. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't know where those people are. That should not no. be happening. Th- those people exist only in Sean Barry's uh, mind palace. <laughs> uh, like... <laughs> what? They're, they're, they're in Sean's mementos? <laughs> yeah. Spe- I mean, wow, speaking of the French, right? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what Maxwell is like, yes, they say bonjour, my friend. And Howdy's like, bon- bonjour. Howdy is just completely unhinged, and I love Howdy. He gets, he starts off in the show, he starts off a little more like, like, oh, he's just like the southern one. And he very quickly takes a turn and just becomes the unhinged one. Oh, absolutely. I feel feel seen through Howdy. (laughs) Yeah, I love Howdy. I mean, um... Uh, I don't remember if it was Pashmina or Sandy goes, hey, it'd be really cool if Boss spoke French and then he's just like sliding around on the floor under a blanket like, nope, I can't do this. No, I'd rather die than speak French. No, I'm not not good enough. I can't speak French. (laughs) Couldn't possibly do it. (laughs) Um, We get uh, another cute little line from Snoozer where he's like, I got you under my skin, which is very cute. Yeah, singing that little song. I want a full cover of Snoozer just singing old, old songs like that. Yeah. Sweet little baby. Yeah, so the hamsters are like, all right, we know that France has good cheese and uh, <laughs> green pastures and that they say bonjour. We're good to go. So um, they go back to Bijou's window uh, to try and get her to reconsider. So it's very, very sweet. All of the hamsters basically say bonjour, Bijou, all at the same time. You know, they give her a a proper um, welcoming into their community. And they're like, Bijou, you got to do the big jump. You got to jump from the the window to the branch. We all do the big jump. So you must also do the big jump if you want to roll with us. And it's so cute because Oxnard, like, Hamtaro jumps over to the windowsill and is like, see, it's not that hard. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I can do it. I could not possibly jump from the windowsill to the tree branch. <laughs> and Oxnard's like, oh, okay, I got this. It jumps from the branch to the windowsill. And I was like, see, I can do it. And I'm scared of everything. I'm just yeah. a scaredy cat. I yeah. really don't like things. And he jumps back. And then. He's very cute. Very sweet. So, uh, <laughs> Bijou's like, I'm going to do the big jump. And she does the big jump. And she's she does, you know, a very French noise when she jumps. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. We do get some ooh la la's from her um, yeah. in this episode, which is great. They slide down the tree on like a strangler fig. Like, it's just a whole thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then they go to the clubhouse. Yeah, it's great. Bijou, I wrote down, Bijou has joined your party. Like, she is, <laughs> she is now a member of the gang. They give her a cute little flower crown. You gotta give new party members equipment. That's the first rule of so RPGs. True. So, so true. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's you know, they give her the welcoming she deserves. She has a good time. She gets her fur a little dirty. 
Yes, she gets her fur and her bows dirty, and Hamtaro says, now you're a real ham-ham, because mm-hmm. of her bows being a little dirty. She's, like, really living for once, you know? She's not, yeah. you know, she's, like, putting herself out there, and I think that's, you know, it's a good thing. Yeah, you know, she made the decision to come out to all of her friends. All of her um, new friends. Yeah, and they were accepting. I Yes, absolutely. But I also, I think it's sweet... I completely just lost my train of thought. Oh, no one's, like, acting like she's, like, pretentious or, like, she probably thinks she's too good for us or, like, you know, she's all prissy and stuff like that. Like, they just, they're just, like, that's her thing. And, like, you know, they're not, like, shaming her for that. Like, I feel like... Exactly. If my friends were the Hamtaro characters, they'd be like, fuck her, she's got rich parents, like, I bet she's never (laughs) had a job before. You know what I mean? She's from France. That doesn't make her a bad person. Yeah, she's French. (laughs) You know? Because they'd be jealous. She's white. She's really white. Yeah. <laughs> the f- there are some good French people, too. You know? Is what they they're exist. trying to say. They no do exist. No one's like, she's so privileged that, like, you know, she doesn't even understand how the real world works. Like, that's no. how that's how that character is usually treated. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. But they're just like, that's her thing. That's where she's from. And, like, you know, she's, you know, we want to be friends with her, too. Yeah, and she doesn't, like, say, like, oh, God, you guys are so le-dirty and gross. No, of course not. Yeah, um, no, she's just super, <laughs> she's super into it. She's not that upset when her fur is dirty. No. And, um, yeah, she's happy, and she goes home, and she gets home before, uh, Maria, Maria. her owner, gets home. Yes, And yes. that's, that is pretty much the gist. We get, um, Hamtaro and Laura's special journal time, where Laura's, like, I almost, I almost ate, ate shit, shit in the, in the on, the on the playground today, today but Travis <laughs> helped me, um, and he let me have his towel, um, and I bet tomorrow's gonna be even better, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, we yeah. get we get Bijou officially able to access the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. She had a great little time. Laura feels good about herself and her status with Travis so far. The fish got great. fed. The fish did get fed. They got Thank more God. water. Right, right. That's good. Very cute little mm. guppies. Yep. They're all happy. Yeah, it's good. Um, I gotta ask, between these two episodes, which do y'all prefer? Because I feel like this episode has a lot more heart, and while the first episode gives a pretty good message, I think the second one gives a pretty nice message as well of how to be accepting of new friends from different places. What do y'all think? Yeah, I, th- I like that. Yeah, you worded that well. It was very encouraging, the second one. Um, encouraging your friends to try new things and showing them it's okay to be scared of things and that they can be brave, even if they are scared at the same time. That's right, a nice right. little message. Yeah. What do you think, Kara? Yeah, no, I really like it. I like how, you know, they're they're so different from each other, but, you know, they don't, no one shames anyone for being the way that they are. It looks like they're going to be good friends anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Okay, so I guess we're good. Um, Kara, thank you for joining us for this episode of Ham Radio. Thank you for having me. Yes, do you want to you tell too. us a, a little bit about the album and where it can be found and such? Just any shameless plugs you got, you Just go for it. Small data, S-M-O-L, data, you know how to spell that one. Um, <laughs> it's on, you know, someone, you know, 
The label went through a distributor, and now it's everywhere. It's on Spotify and Amazon and Deezer, <laughs> which I think is French, actually. That is might be Deezer French? Ro- oh. It might be completely wrong. I might be 100% wrong. Oh, let's look it up. Hold on. Let's see. You know what? Deezer. Even if it's not true, it is true now. You're right. Because because Bijou told us it's okay for things to be French. Yeah. I don't think anyone would listen to this episode. Okay, I was right. Okay. Found it in France. Wow. Way to go. Deezer. Perfect. Deezer. You can listen to Inconvenience Store. <laughs> oh my on god. Le Deezer. Le Deezer. <laughs> yeah. This is really going to anger our French audience. It's Sean, I'm very sorry. Yeah. Where can we find you? Yeah, where can we find you online? You know, just uh, the music's on Spotify, at uh, smalldataNY, Twitter, small.data on Instagram. Excellent, excellent. Um, and you know how it be. I do have to ask you, who, uh, out of all the ham hams, who's your who's your guy? Who's your favorite? Um, when I was a kid, I liked Penelope for some reason. I don't know why. She kind of sucks. I I don't what? feel that way anymore I... at all. I oh, think no. Bijou is my favorite I now. Pen- I love Penelope. Who's your favorite? I always liked the tiny little one. Like I liked Minnie Moon and Sailor Moon. Like I always liked yeah. like, the tiny, cute character. The small ones, if you will. Yeah, the yes, small ones. Small. <laughs> Penelope is small. Yes. She's also blanky mode. Extra points, yeah, she's in blanky my opinion. Mode. Yeah. yeah. But you're saying she's not your favorite anymore. No, she doesn't really say anything. Well, who's your favorite then? I didn't hear. I I'm, I said I think Bijou is my favorite now. She's really cute. I see, I see, ah. I see. Now, yeah, Bijou's wonderful. She is a delight. Gary, who is your favorite hamster now? Have has it changed? Um, hmm. You know, I gotta say Howdy's really doing it for me <laughs> these last two episodes. I love that He's guy. Fine. He really comes around. <laughs> he is a laugh riot. <laughs> He's also really high up in the ranking for me. Um Panda's expressions though in episode mm-hmm. three, the crying expression, it made me cry. When this table got destroyed. So uh, poor, the poor table. That's where I'm lying right now. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you for being on. Yes. Thank you, Kara. Happy to be here. I have been Gary. You can find me on Twitter at Sukarimi. Um, you could also find our podcast Twitter at Ham Radio the Pod. Uh, we got more episodes coming. Sorry, it's taken a little while to get get it back going, but. Um, there's there's more hamster talk in the future, so look forward to that. Stoked. You're not even ready for how many how many more episodes we have. And they're so all many. gonna have hamsters in them. Much to your delight. Um Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be fun to look forward to. I've been Mal. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Otebeck Voice. Um I've got a couple other very specific accounts, but um that would be my main one, unless you really want to see one of my favorite mangas, a panel every day. Just go to Daily Taraji. He's a sweet little cat. If you like him, Taro, you're going to love him. <laughs> Follow Taraji's him. The best. It's great. <laughs> but that's that's all I got. All right. And uh, just one more thank you to uh, our network, Indiesaurus. Um, you can check out um, other shows on the network if you go to indiesaurus.com. 
There's a lot of great shows on there, like Trek to the Holodeck, which is a Star Trek podcast. I think you'd be into it, which is, you know, an enthusiast podcast where they also have a lot of special guests. Um, Cellar Dwellers is a new podcast that just joined the network. So a lot of great stuff over there. A lot of great stuff. We've also got Radish, of course, and Best Palcast, and now Naruto Run, if you want to yeah. watch along another anime. Naruto Run's yeah. a great one. My current favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super, super fun. Um, and again, thank you, Kara. Uh, thank you, Kara. Everybody thank listens you. to Small Data. Please listen. It is worth your time. It is great. You will not be inconvenienced by listening to Inconvenience Store. You will not be inconvenienced at all. Uh, all right. Bye, Q. Until next time. Bye, Q. Bye, Q. Bye, Q. Bye, Q. <laughs>